This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyi'ati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lah wa man yudlil fala hadiya lah أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد in need of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. This is reason that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obliged us to recite Suratul Fatiha in every single rak'ah of our salah. So when we recite Suratul Fatiha within this surah, we make the mention of two beautiful names of Allah dul Jalal Ikram, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. It's the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that out of his wisdom, Dhul Jalali ikram he has chosen these two names to be part of Suratul Fatiha. In order to show us that we, whenever we stand before Allah Dhul Jalali ikram we bear in mind that we are in dire need of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a Muslim always feel, feels that he is in need of the mercy of Allah Dhul Jalali ikram and when he feels that, when he believes that, he also tries to avoid the actions that can cause him to be cursed by Allah Dhul Jalal Ikram. Because the opposite of the mercy of Allah is the curse, which is known as La'na. Rahma and La'na. And whoever is cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is going to be punished in the dunya and akhirah. There are many actions that can cause a person to be cursed by Allah Dhul Jalal Ikram, about which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has warned us. I would like to highlight only one of them in today's khutbah. And that is what is mentioned in the hadith of Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu ta'ala an, collected by Imam Muslim rahimahullah, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, لَعَنَ اللَّهِ مَنْ غَيَّرَ مَنَارَ الْأَرْضِ May Allah curse the person who changes the signs of the land. May Allah curse the person who changes the signs of the land. What does it mean? The scholars have interpreted this hadith in three different ways. The first one is that they said Al-Ard in this hadith, the land in this hadith refers to the land of Haram or Haramain. That it is impermissible for anyone to change the boundaries or the signs of the boundaries of the haram of Makkah or Medina. This is one interpretation. 
The second interpretation is, it is impermissible to change the signpost that guide people to find their ways. So if anyone damages them or changes them wrongfully in order to misguide people, then such person deserves the curse of Allah. May Allah curse the person who changes the signs of the land in order to misguide people, in order to make it difficult for people to find their ways and their paths. And the third one, third interpretation is, which is the most common one amongst the scholars is, May Allah curse the person who changes the signs of the land, the signs that differentiate one's land from the land of his neighbor. So if you have agricultural land or commercial land or, or residential land and you try to change the boundaries in order to take over a few feet or meters of the land of your neighbor, then such person deserves the curse of Allah. This is the most common interpretation of this hadith. And unfortunately, this is the most common problem amongst us as well. People try to take over their neighbor's land by forging some documents and presenting their cases in the court. And if the court gives the verdict in their favor, they become so happy that I have legitimate reason and I have all the documents that this land belongs to me. The Prophet ﷺ once said, he alayhi salatu wasalam said that it perhaps one of you comes to me and he is more eloquent in his in presenting his argument than his opponent. And I may be convinced by his argument and I may give my verdict, my verdict in his favor, then he should not believe that that land has become rightful for him. Rather, in fact, I have given him a portion of the fire of hell. Just imagine if the messenger of Allah gives a verdict just because of being convinced by the argument of someone who presents or someone who is able to present his argument in very eloquent way, then it, it does not become rightful for him. And what about the person who forges the document and he takes his neighbor or one of his relatives or his siblings or his children or his parents or someone around or within, within his family and he takes them to court in order to take over their land? This is a zulm. This is oppression. Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, rahimahum Allah, recorded a hadith on the authority of Urwa ibn Zubair radiyallahu ta'ala who says that a lady came to Marwan ibn al-Hakam Marwan was the governor of Medina during the time of Muawiyah radiyallahu ta'ala and Yazid ibn Muawiyah so she came to Marwan presenting her case and she claimed that her neighbor has, token, has taken over her land or portion of her land. And who was the neighbor? Neighbor was Saeed ibn Zayd radiyallahu ta'ala. 
Sa'id ibn Zayd, one of the ten companions of the Prophet wasallam, who were given the glad tiding of Jannah by the tongue of Rasulullah wasallam in this dunya, where he alayhi salatu wasallam said, Sa'id ibn Zayd in fil Jannah. Sa'id ibn Zayd is in Jannah, without a doubt. So she claimed against Sa'id ibn Zayd, who was her neighbor, that her neighbor has taken over a portion of her land out of oppression. Marwan called Sa'id ibn Zayd and he asked him, Sa'id ibn Zayd radiyallahu ta'ala, and he said, how is it permissible, how is it even possible for me to take over someone's land? Whereas I heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam giving us a severe warning. Marwan said, what was the warning? What did you hear the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasallam? He said, I heard the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasallam saying, Man akhada shibram min al-ard, Whoever takes only a span of land, a hand span of land of someone unjustly and, and out of oppression, whereas he has no right over that land. Whoever takes only a span of land of someone, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will strangle him with seven earths on the day of judgment in, 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 in the presence of in front of whole mankind. So he will be punished this way on the day of judgment. He said, how is it possible for me to take over someone's land after hearing this way, this severe warning from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then Sa'id ibn Zayd radiyallahu ta'ala, he made dua against her. And he said, Allahumma a'mi basaraha waqtulha fi yardiha. Oh Allah, this lady has oppressed me and she tried to damage my reputation within the community. And she tried to present me as oppressor to her. So, oh Allah, I make dua against her. Allahumma a'mi basaraha. Oh Allah, take away her sight, her eyesight. Waqtulha fi ardiha. Oh Allah, destroy her and kill her within her land. And the companions with Walullahi and Ajma'in, they report that after Sa'id ibn Zayd made this dua against her, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away her sight and she used to walk in the streets of Medina blind and she, shows, she, she used to touch the walls of the houses while, while walking in the streets of Medina and she used to say, أَخَذَتْنِي دَعْوَةُ Sa'id ibn Zayd the dua of Sa'id ibn Zayd against me has destroyed me. And then in addition to that, the second dua against her, the second dua of Sa'id ibn Zayd was also accepted against her. Where he said, Allahumma qtulha fi ardiha. Oh Allah, kill her within her land. And she was walking within her land and there was a well, a water well. She fell in that well and that well became her grave. That is the punishment of those who try to take over the land of others. Whether it is your sibling, your brother, your sister, or anyone from your relatives, or non-relatives, from your neighbors, be fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be, fear be fearful of Allah Have the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you take over someone's land only 
a span of land, only this much, then you will be punished on the day of judgment. What about? What about taking, taking meters and acres of someone's land? Whereas you know that it is not your land. And this applies to those, those who dispute on the matter of inheritance. And unfortunately, this is also very common. On the matter of inheritance, for example, a father registered a land or property on the name of one of his children. And then the father passes away. And the child knows that this is not his land, this is not his property. And after the father has passed away, the rest of his siblings are also entitled to their inheritance and they share in their inheritance. And he keeps that property with the excuse that the father had given me in his life. That's it, it's mine. He registered that property on my name. On the day of judgment, he will be punished. Fear the punishment of Allah. Do not try to take over someone's land. And it also applies to those who try to take over the lands of their sisters and daughters. When it comes to the matter of inheritance, again something that is very common within our community and particularly amongst the Asian community, that after the father passes away, when it comes to the distribution of the inheritance, the brothers actively approach the sisters and they ask them with ill intention, with ill intention, ask them, do you want your share in, 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 in inheritance? Out of embarrassment, the sisters, they say, no, it is okay, you can keep it. And the, and the brother feels that now it has become legitimate for him to, to keep the property or the share of the inheritance of his sister, which is zulm. Because she knows that if she demands her share in the inheritance, she will be deprived. And the doors of, of the brother will be closed on her. And she will be, she will be pushed away. That is why out of embarrassment, uh, uh, out of embarrassment, she, she, she says, it's okay. Why don't you do the other way around? Why don't you approach your sister and ask her, my dear sister, I want to give my share of the inheritance to you. Please accept it. Why don't you do this? Because you have ill intention of taking over your sister's right. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. May Allah give us tawfiq and ability to rectify our our matters in the dunya. And the most severe part of this is when someone takes over the land and the property of the orphans. Someone within your relatives has passed away and he has left behind orphans. And you take the advantage of their vulnerability and you take over their property thinking and believing that they can't do anything against you. Allah said in the Quran, those who eat up the wealth of the orphans, in reality they fill their bellies with the fire of hell. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to stay away from the rights of others, to stay away from taking over others' rights. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all hidayah and tawfiq innahu sami'un qareeb.
ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله if you have taken over someone's right then that become, that person becomes mazloom and oppressed in the sight of allah dul jalal ikram and if that person makes dua against you his dua will be accepted just as the dua of saeed ibn zaid radiyallahu ta'ala was accepted against that lady rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said ittaqi da'wat al-mazloom fa'innahu laysa baynaha wa bayna allah hijab be fear of the dua of the mazloom the dua of the oppressed against you for verily there is no barrier between the dua of the mazloom and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in another hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replies to the dua of the oppressed and he says i will definitely answer your dua even after a while in another hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said ittaqi da'wat al-mazloom be fear of the dua of the oppressed against you because there is no barrier between this dua between his dua and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he alayhi salatu wasalam added walau kana kafira even if the oppressed is disbeliever even if he is a kafir you you can't take away someone's right in any form or shape be fear the da'wa and the dua of the mazloom and oppressed and finally my dear brothers and sisters in islam we should always be in mind that we must try our best to stay away from the sins that can cause a person to be cursed by allah dul jalal ikram because those who are cursed by allah allah says in the quran waman yal'anillah falan tajida lahu nasira whoever is cursed by allah you will never find any assistant or any helper for them and the curse of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that the person is pushed away from the mercy of allah dul jalal ikram and as he said at the start as a muslim we are in dire need of the mercy of allah dul jalal ikram may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower his mercy upon us may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our sins and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to stay away from all types of sins and particularly the sins that can cause us to be cursed by allah dul jalal ikram inna allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna 'alan nabi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu 'alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli 'ala muhammadin wa 'ala ali muhammadin wa barik wa sallim wa salli 'alayhi rabbana atina fid dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina adhaban nar subhana ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org